What's up, fam? It's the favorite time of the year. It's survivor time. Wouldn't it be favorite time of the week? It's survivor time. Yeah, but survivor's on now, so it's my favorite time of the year until their next season, and then it's going to be wow. Gotcha. Sorry about that. That's fine. It's all same, same, but different. Mm -hmm. How you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I am pretty good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you got Jesse here, Brittany there, and we're here to talk about the first episode of Survivor 42. And what I really enjoyed right off the get-go is Jeff explaining that season 41 um, wasn't shown to the season 42 players, which is kind of cool because they don't know about the shot in the dark. Yeah, taped back to back. The stupid, crazy phrases, the extra advantages, the accelerated game. Quick days, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and everybody had to quarantine because of the COVID. So really it's like, I think that the game's, what, 26 or 27 days. Mm -hmm. And you actually have to, like, sequester before that. So you're really still away from your family. Same amount of time. Call it the 39 days, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's still still pretty cool. So they break it up into three tribes, the Vati tribe, the Taku tribe, the Aika tribe. And basically each, um, each tribe has six cast members and you know what you you want to run through the cast r- really sure, quickly we with can me run through the cast all right so the ica tribe has zach who's about 120 pounds he's mm-hmm. a student super fan it seems like survivors just always hungry to get that one super fan who's kind of like the white skinny nerdy guy it's like that's like a prereq for them now <laughs> i think so <laughs> yeah uh drea who we're gonna shout out just because she's canadian been living in montreal so uh, pretty happy with her performance after this episode. We'll get into that. Uh, Romeo, pageant director. Think of that as you as you may. Uh, Rox Roy, which is a very unique name. Very unique name. Yeah, stay-at-home dad. Um, I find that a little interesting. Well, yes. He uh, also is an environmental scientist. So is he retired? Does he just freelance? Who knows what he, he got does. some of that scientist money and just yeah, fucked off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, fam, uh, fam jam is his jam. That's cool, though. Honestly, if I could pick any job in the world, it, it would be stay at home dad. I'd yeah, love highly that. suggest that as a job. Yeah, pays crap, but <laughs> your boss can be a real dick sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Oof, our son has been testy lately, which is why we're taping this on a Monday instead of, you know, right after uh, the normal survivor time. <laughs> but you know what? Our content's out there for the people that want to hear it. Uh, moving on mm-hmm. in the Ica tribe, Tori, who's a therapist. And just the way she says her name, Tori. Tori. Oh, not a fan. Tori. Yeah, I'm out. Uh, Swathi, who's the young, uh, the youngest of the the contestants, I believe, army guard, and she's been like accepted to every high school that she's ever. Oh yeah, she's in Ivy League. Yeah, she just got into Harvard, but every college she applied to, she got in. Yeah. What a cool feeling that yeah. must be. And like, also, how crazy are your marks that you can just do that? I know. I think that she's gonna be s- secret smart, but sometimes those people don't have the the EQ, the emotional you know, support to kind of get through the game. The social game. Yeah, they're all about, I just have to do this and I'll get there. Yeah, they analyze the 
who who knows because <laughs> these might be just terrible predictions right off the gate. Uh, moving on to the Vati tribe. I hope I'm pronouncing uh, pronouncing that right. Pronouncing. God damn it, Jesse. Get better at English. Lydia, waitress, who has never even been camping besides music festivals. <laughs> so we're all really excited for her on on this journey. Uh, Jenny, creative director. Um, hi, who's a data scientist, which I'm sure is just as much fun as it sounds. Uh, Chanel, executive recruiter. Uh, Mike, the firefighter, who I actually kind of liked right off the bat. A little bit older, but you never know. You know, sometimes those bald white guys, they'll, they'll sneak up on you with their ages. Uh, Dan, uh, law clerk, uh, former cancer survivor. So I like Daniel's chances. I'm going to be rooting for him, too. Fighter. Yeah. Uh, Taku has a very interesting group. So um, Marianne. Um, and what kind of student did they say that she it's was? It's a seminary, so it's like if you want to be ordained or serve into your church. Okay. All right, I didn't know that. So she's mm-hmm. basically like Sister Act. So pretty much. All right. <laughs> uh, Omar, who's a vet. Um, and I feel like, wouldn't a vet just, hey, don't eat that snake, or hey, we can't eat that snake. Like, Do they know that kind of information, I wonder? I have absolutely no idea. Me neither. Well, we'll maybe we'll fact check that. Probably not, though. Uh, Jackson, a healthcare worker. Um, Lindsay, dietitian. She looks a little bit older, too. Super weathered. Yeah, but yeah. she's she's pretty ripped. Yeah, she stacks. Yeah. Um, and then Myra, who's a stay-at-home mom at 47. I always wonder how old the kids are when you're <laughs> in that, like, 47 to 55 yeah. age and you're a yeah. stay-at-home mom. Because yeah. like, if your kids are 13, it's like, you know, get a job, sell Tupperware. I don't care. <laughs> but, you know, also, you ain't a stay-at-home mom anymore at 13. Um, and then my personal favorite, uh, Jonathan who's owns a beach service company um i i'm buying all that guy's stock because he is a pull-up uh world record world record holder with 100 pounds on his back yeah that's insane yeah i get tired after 12 i'm like no i'm calling it quits i'm lucky if i can do three right yeah pull-ups are are one of the more difficult yeah like and not 100 pounds on that it's just like and i'm jumping up to get my assist and i'm not gonna lie he kind of looks like Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's got Thor tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, the it immediately starts off with, with the challenge, which is that, you know, you have to run through the woods and then uh, three contestants have to go find a paddle. Uh, now, the interesting thing is on this challenge, the paddle find uh, it, it forces three players who happen to be Hi, Drea, and Lindsay, um, and it gives them a choice. So they can take this amulet and get an advantage in the game, or they can decide not to. So, you know, it, it takes a little bit of time because they have to un- undo these knots, but they end up getting the, these amulets and realizing that the three of them have to work together for this thing to work. So then they put a bunch of fake dirt and fake blood on themselves (laughs) i'm not sure why you would have the fake blood out there just run with the dirt that's my opinion um but they felt the need to put the fake blood so they run back high comes there (laughs) and then 
uh, that Lydia girl. Oh, what does she say again? Uh, she says, oh, my God, are you bleeding? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it was. And then she later on just like, no, like you're really, really bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like because people don't put just big gulps of blood on themselves. But then also... What happens if he's because he's like, yeah, I cut myself. And then like they get later and then she asks to see his cut. Yeah. Where's no your scab, cuts. motherfucker? Yeah. Where's your where's your cut? Yeah. Like right there. Now you've already been caught being deceitful. Exactly. Just play in the mud, son. Just play in the mud. Yeah. Like, yeah. So the thing about this amulet is if all three of these players are still in the game, they get an extra vote. If just two are in the game, they get a steal a vote. And then if there's just one left, it's an immunity. So you kind of have to look at the other two like, I got to vote this guy off. But it all depends. It, that one's going to be interesting to see how they work together. Yeah. Um, so after uh, that challenge, uh, of course, some people don't get, get flint. So then you get, um, you know, the one team they they win flint but the other two basically have to go back to their camps empty-handed so when they get there they get this uh weird kind of challenge where you have to either guess how many triangles are in this kind of puzzle gram or take the the big cast iron pot and start carrying water back and forth so both teams decide to go and, and collect the the triangles and it's funny because you can really see the people who are like have the engineering backgrounds or the math backgrounds and they're and they're counting and then you see the bros that are just like all right i got it it's three <laughs> and they're like no it can't be three we're in um, the 30s yeah so the <laughs> what i was impressed with was the taku tribe just realized okay they're like all right you guys are the three dum-dums we're the three smart people we're gonna just sit here and count you guys just start doing camp stuff and that was really really smart for a team to go and just realize hey i'm good at this yeah i'm not good at that those teams are strong and they they end up doing a, a lot better than people think uh because really understanding your strengths and weaknesses in life is a huge flex so if you can do that in the game it's it's perfect so both tribes end up getting flint which is cool we're we're all happy for that um then a boat comes to pick up uh a contestant from each tribe so with that being said uh marianne jenna jenny and drea keep in mind drea already has the previous advantage I'll go for a little ride and then they have to walk up uh, the hill. So, you know, that was kind of interesting right off the bat. And props to Marianne for doing that summit in barefoot. Yeah, like that summit looked far. So you have to climb this huge hill and she's doing it in bare feet. That's a flex, I think, too. It's like at least a two, two, three hour hike. Yeah. So uh, they then kind of get that wheel choice uh where you risk or protect your vote same thing as last year so you know i believe that um drea uh risked her vote and marianne risked her vote, risked her vote and then uh jenny was the one who protected yeah. it so anyways that takes us to our uh weird part in the show where jeff kind of comes out of out of nowhere and we're like why is jeff pulling up to the old taku tribe so he's like hey guys just jeff here you know i gotta talk to jackson for a second <laughs> so 
he takes Jackson. And we had found out at one point that this Jackson fellow actually was transitioning. So the first time he applied for Survivor, he was a girl. The second time around, he, he applied as a, as a man. And the reason that that's important is he was actually on some drugs, um, well, the drug, lithium. For sleeping anxiety. Yeah, so he he ends up um, just trying to wean himself off, like, the week before you go to Survivor. And, sir, like, you're going on Survivor, you got to be as clean as possible because the fact that you have any dependencies, like, I don't care if you just smoke pot. Like, don't smoke pot for 30 mm-hmm. days before going on Survivor. If you drink, don't drink before you go on Survivor. And the same thing goes for prescription or non-prescription drugs. Like, you just, you can't do that. But I th- I'm i conflicted because although you want to celebrate somebody who's trying to stay happy and look after himself, you know, you took somebody else's spot. And, yep. and that, I just, they used to be a lot harder in challenges and survivors about taking people's spots. And I think that now it's like quitting's okay, which, you know, the jury's out. I mean, I think it's in every instance it could go one way or the other where you think it's right or wrong. But anyways, back to cool stuff. So Jackson doesn't show up at, at uh, the first immunity challenge and all the other people are like, what? Oh, my God. Oh, geez. Um, you know, that that's kind of funny. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention in that first challenge um, that Daniel uh, basically uh, throws out his shoulder. Dislocates his shoulder. Yeah, and then then they have to pop it back in. Like, what a crazy way to to meet your team. But Daniel's face is the one I just remember from. Oh, my God. Where did Jackson go? Um, So... There's a few things that we're we're gonna point out throughout these podcasts. Um, we we're gonna obviously give you guys the rundown of this episode, uh, the title of the the episode, uh, the Jeffism of the episode, which is actually like our Jeff quote. Uh, we're also gonna rate ourselves on how well we would be doing on some of these challenges, and then kind of give you a little bit of a dissection on what we would do. So you know the Jeffism of one of my Jeffisms for the episode is uh, Daniel. Clearly, your shoulder is in pain, which I just thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, title of the episode feels like a roller coaster, and Marianne, who's uh, easily the most excitable contestant, basically just said, "Oh, it is feels like a roller coaster," and you know that was pretty funny. I thought. Uh, anyways, so this challenge is one of those, um, where you really have to work as a team. So you go on the platform as a, you're on a boat, you grab the, the treasure, treasure chest, which is really heavy. And, uh, although John, that massive guy that I said looks like Thor was able to lift just a whole chest, uh, Taku wins immunity at obviously because of Big John, and Ika loses. So once again, Ika's the team of Zach, Drea, Romeo, Roxroy, Tori, and Swati. So there's a, there was a little bit of, you know, Tori might have had the, the idol, so they, there was a little thought about maybe going that way, but uh, they ended up voting out Zach, which we're, we're a little bit sad about. 
back to uh, what would you rate yourself on that challenge? You see, you're pushing. You're pushing and, and, and rowing. And I know I can row really well. Like, I don't mean to brag, but like, I'm probably like a seven out of 10 at rowing. Yeah, but you're only as good as your weakest rowers, too. Isn't that the truth, though? Yeah. Isn't so it just you could the, be the greatest rower, yeah. but yeah, two people and then your team might suck. Even even like those bicycle paddle boats, you know, yes. where it's just like even those like you can have people going round and round in circles. Um, yeah, that that's a tough one. But I think that pushing I'd be really good at, too. It's just I think that you get so burnt out, but I would want nothing to do with the puzzle. That puzzle is really hard. You know, it's just they're weird ones, right? Like slide puzzles, I feel I'd be OK with. But the circular ones mm-hmm. or ones that you have to like build into like some type of a big 3d object like those i feel are are the hardest puzzles um so what we would do in this episode you know number one like what what's your your plan for day one survivor just feeling out vibes putting your vibes out there you know, getting involved, but not too involved. I think in the... What would you wear? Oh, geez. You know, I don't know. Like, after seeing what Drea, by the way, I have to quote her of outfit of the day, uh, the onesie. Ooh. The onesie. You don't have to worry about critters mm. getting in between, like, yeah. your pants and shirt and stuff like that. I think I'd wear something like that. I would like, you remember that, I forget which contestant he was, but he was a wrestler and he wore a leather jacket. I love that leather jacket idea. I just feel like you'd be, like I have some nice leather jackets. I just feel I'd be warm the whole Mm -hmm. time. Um, One thing that Zach did that I would definitely not do, he tells Tori that Drea thinks that she has an idol. Like He trusted somebody way too soon. I mean, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. You're a super fan. You know this. Yeah. And like, that's all you have to do for that first little bit. You create that buddy system. And then I would be spreading lies about, oh, I, did, did you see so-and-so? They left for 10 minutes. Probably looking for the idol. Just got to plant those seeds. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. I would start just pointing fingers. <laughs> and But. You got to work your butt off too. those first couple days. Hey, like the shelter needs to be built. Like just you have to go hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also eat an unhealthy amount of food before. Like so you're in the airport. I'm spending like a hundred bucks on food and stuffing my gut. Well, don't forget about the quarantine. So Ooh. you're quarantined before. Quarantine Jesse in a hotel room would get messy. I rhymed there. I realized that. But ooh, just some nice, nice uh yeah, room service. Like just extra bacon on everything. I'm in. Um, who would you vote for? Um, I think in that scenario they made the right call was voting for Zach. I'd vote for Zach too. Yeah. Um all right, so now at the end. I've got a, another little thing that, that me and you are going to do. We're going to pick the winner and loser of the episode. So the winner, uh, we're going to call the Tony, because I feel that Tony is the best survivor player of all time. And the loser, 
who will be the Eric who gave his immunity necklace and then got voted out uh, the same immunity. Because that is clearly the worst move of all time. So my winner of the episode is uh, Jonathan. You know, they, they lost Jackson, which is unfortunate. But, um, you know, he, he really performed in that immunity challenge. And, and he seems like a, a very likable guy. And I'm not going to yeah. lie. He's the kind of guy that you could just, like, go get a, a burrito and a big gulp with <laughs> and just hang out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he yeah. just looks like a bro's bro. Like, <laughs> I would really just enjoy it. Just like, and you could just hear, listen, dude, let's go get some burritos and some big gulps and think about this. <laughs> like, I, I want to be in business with this guy however I can. Um, and then loser, sorry, like, Jackson, if if you were on lithium and you thought that you could stand survivor you're wrong yeah and fair you, you took my spot yep, so you took somebody's spot uh, so that's my uh my winner and loser for the episode how about yourself uh my winner was drea uh just because she did uh have the two advantages i think after first episode and having two advantages is great um and loser i i did go with zach just Sole purpose, you'll vote it out. And Simple. Sh- and shut up next time. And shut up. Yeah. Up. He was a good sport about it, though. He he really was. So um, one last thing. We're going to be um, basically wagering throughout now uh, who our winner is going to be. So week to week, it's going to change. And obviously, if your guy gets voted out, then you get to, to pick a new one. But we'll be uh, changing these throughout our, our podcast and recaps of Survivor. So I'm going to go first. Um, I've given it a, a lot of thought. But I'm going to go with High and my dark horse being Jonathan. Jonathan is just who I'm buying the most stock of right now. Typically, those players get voted out. But High, I just I got a feeling about him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping this guy's going to play his cards right. I'm going to go with uh, Mike Turner, the The 58-year-old retired firefighter. Nice. That would be a good story. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. There's just... uh, It's always tough. You know, you think you've got somebody in mind, and then they go and do something stupid. But then that's when you just change it. And then that's when you change it. Uh, Hi actually was on one of my other ones, but... uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll go with uh, Mike Turner, and let's go with good old babyface Daniel. I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, hopefully his shoulder gets better. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, you can uh, tune into our podcast. We'll be doing weekly Survivor recaps, as this is our favorite show, uh, our favorite time of the year, <laughs> and I'm with my favorite person ever, and you guys are my favorite peoples ever. So keep tuning in. Love you guys. Take care.